to The Should Life. I'm Jessica Lee Labe, your inner voice bestie, and I help people-pleasing perfectionists to claim their fully expressed, soul-aligned self through inner voice work. It's not as complicated as the mind makes it out to be, but it does take time, intention, and practice. Keep listening to find out how. To another episode of The Should Life. This is your host, Jessica Lee Labe, and today we're going over the six stages of becoming. Let's get into it. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Should Life. We are still deep in season four, and today we are talking about the stages of becoming. Now, When we are on a spiritual path, when we are on a journey of becoming, and what I mean by a journey journey of becoming, I mean a journey of becoming who it is you desire to be, who it is that you long to be, this version of yourself that you see yourself being in the future, that you are actively working on. And I guarantee if you are here, if you are listening right now, this is you, whether it feels like it or not, by simply listening to a podcast, you are shifting, you are changing. And actually, that is very, um, it coincides perfectly with the stages of becoming that we're going to be going over today. So this is a podcast episode about increasing your awareness of where am I in this stage of life, in this stage of this season of life. And I also want to remind you, and I'm probably going to mention this a couple of times in this episode, that you are probably going to be in multiple phases of becoming for various aspects of your life. And that is going to become more clear and make more sense as we get into it. One stage is also not better than the other. This is something that the mind is probably going to influence you on of, oh, well, you have to be at X stage in order to be considered quote unquote success, successful or be doing this whole thing correctly. <laughs> I am here to assure you. I am here to reassure you. I'm here to speak directly to your mind from your inner voice that is telling you one stage is not better than the other. Each stage is vitally important to your entire journey, to your entire process. Now, the other thing is these stages are things that I have just picked up on, that I have observed, that I've seen from other people, that I've seen from my clients, that I've seen from my own journey. Okay, let's get into it. Six stages. First stage is what I call unconscious living. This is a state of living in which you are essentially unaware that another way of living even exists. So you are living essentially to fulfill the expectations of other people. You are living that should life. But you're also unaware that that is the motivation behind your actions and behaviors. 
right? So this is why it's called unconscious living. You don't necessarily have an awareness of why you're doing things that you're doing, but but nevertheless, you still are. And so one example that comes to mind for me in unconscious living is my first marriage. So I essentially got married because it seemed like the right time. And it seemed like the right time, not necessarily in our relationship. It seemed like the right time because that's what everyone else in my life was doing. Everyone else was getting married. Everyone else was like doing this thing. Everyone else was having kids. Everyone else was starting to quote unquote settle down, whatever the fuck that means. And so I did it. (laughs) I did it too. And it was something that was very much done from a place of shooting from a place of fulfilling expectations of other people that in reality, they weren't necessarily there, but I felt them. And that obviously had a huge impact on my life. Okay, so state or stage one unconscious living, where we're very much living in this unconscious state. So our next stage of becoming is called problem conscious. So essentially where we are now is we have shifted from living unconsciously and now we are problem conscious, which means that we are aware that we are meant for more. We are aware that we actually have a desire for more than what we are existing in in the current moment, but it doesn't go any further than that. We don't know what that may look like. And we also don't know how to take the next step. It's like we're looking around and we're realizing, we're starting to realize I've done all of these things in my life because everyone told me that this should make me happy. But all I feel is empty and all I feel is depleted. And I'm not sure if I even know who I am anymore but I don't know what to do about that. Okay. This is a beautiful state to be in. This is a state where it's kind of like, I think of problem conscious as like a springboard. It's almost like we're at the bottom of the trampoline. This is a visual that one of my clients inner voices sent to her recently, which is just so beautiful. So I'm going to use it. Her inner voice sent her this visual of like she's at the bottom of the trampoline, that bottom tightness, that tension, and she knows that she's going to spring back up even bigger than she ever has before. This is how I feel like is the perfect visual for stage two, which is problem conscious. So then we move into stage three which I call information gathering. And this coincides perfectly with the fact that you are listening to this podcast right now. (laughs) Because stage three of information gathering is essentially what it sounds like. This is a phase of mass consumption. A phase of mass consumption of what? Of information. So this is where we move from, okay, I know that I'm not living the life that I want to. I, I recognize I've been doing a lot of things based on other people's expectations, and I, but I don't know how to get to where I want to be, to information gathering of I'm just going to consume everything. 
you become like this sponge. The mind feels, this is the tricky part about information gathering, is that the mind loves being in this stage because you feel like you're making a lot of big changes. Because all of a sudden you are consuming all the podcasts, all the books, all the blogs, all the YouTube videos, and you're essentially regurgitating a lot of information that you are consuming. So it's very much from the stage of like, oh, I read this book about this thing and I want to tell you all about it. Okay. Now, once again, I want to remind you that no stage is better than another. So this stage is re- feels really powerful because to the mind, like I said, the mind feels like you're doing a lot in information gathering. It feels like you are really, really changing and shifting. And in many ways you are. So I'm not discounting that because Information gathering is where we get a lot of like aha moments. It's where we have a lot of shifts of like powerful moments of like, holy shit, I never thought of it that way. This is amazing. And also what I want to say about information gathering is that there is no like real substantial lasting change that is going to happen if you stay in information gathering. So like I said, this is a lot of consuming and regurgitating. And many people will stay in information gathering for the rest of their life. Why? Because to the mind, information gathering is still very safe. So it's going to make you think that you know, this is really exciting, this is thrilling, we're growing, we're changing, when really, we're still, all we're doing is consuming and regurgitating, and we're not truly integrating, which is our next phase. So because we're not actually integrating this information into our life, where the real shit is going to go down, and because we're staying in consumption, it's, we're actually staying really safe, meaning we're still playing pretty small. Now, I'm not downplaying information gathering because I love a good podcast. I love a good book, blog, YouTube video. And if you're just looking for information to blow your mind to then tell someone else about it, then information gathering is perfect because we don't always need to like go deep on everything. There's too much for us to do that with, right? Okay, information gathering, beautiful, beautiful. Many people will stay here forever because of the fear of stage four. Stage four, you guessed it, is integration. So here we go. We've been consuming, consuming, consuming. Minds have been blown. And we are moving and we decide, I'm going to take this information, scoop it up that I have gathered. And I am now going to start to infiltrate it, integrate it into my life. This is where shit gets real. 
this phase feels very scary. It feels absolutely exhilarating and it feels absolutely devastating. (laughs) Why? Because this is where a lot of growth happens. Because we are now taking the information from a more cerebral space and we are actually starting to integrate it into our real life. So a lot of times this phase feels like I'm taking one step forward and two steps back. This is where we say, I took this information that I read about breath work and I actually started to do it. I actually started to practice breath work. And then I ended up in the fetal position crying about my relationship with my mother. What the fuck is going on? I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is why it feels so scary. And this is why the mind may try to prevent us from going into integration at all. Or if you try it, the mind at first is going to say, see, I told you this was scary. I told you this was opening Pandora's box. You don't know what is next. Let's go back to the safety of information gathering. And this is what I see a lot of people do. They dip their toe into integration and then they retreat back into information gathering where they will stay for the rest of their life. Integration, while it feels scary, it also has the potential to, you know, a couple phases ago, we were down at the bottom of the trampoline. Integration is where we are flying. We are up in the air. We have these moments of true actual breakthrough where it's like, oh my gosh, I did that thing. And I feel incredible. Or I feel like shit because I'm actually dealing with some stuff that I have repressed for years and years and years. Maybe this is a stage where you want some support to walk through. Maybe this is where you decide, I want to find a coach that specializes in this thing because I may be in over my head. Or this has unlocked some things. Maybe I want to find a therapist who specializes in what I think is coming up for me. Maybe I want to find a somatic practitioner who can help guide me through this. Maybe I want to find a a hypnotherapist. You, you know, whatever is calling to you. Maybe I want to find an inner voice coach, right? So this is integration. This is the real juicy stuff, but this is what I would consider like real work, very messy, but where you get a huge, huge shifts. Okay. So that's stage four integration. We still have two more phases in our journey of becoming from integration. We move into phase five, which I call alignment discernment, kind of a mouthful. So what I mean by alignment discernment, right, is as you can kind of decipher, we are starting to tune, like fine tune what is in alignment and what is out of alignment. 
So this is as we continue to integrate, we become more and more adept at feeling what is in alignment and what is out of alignment because we have been able to, through the previous phase, through integration, we're now like, we now have a new relationship with our body and a new relationship with our nervous system. We have to. It is inevitable when we integrate and we integrate and keep integrating that our relationship with our physical body, our relationship with our emotions, and our relationship with our nervous system is also going to shift. And with that, you start to be able to have more and more discernment about what alignment means and feels and sounds like for you. So this is where you can actually start to cultivate your specific, your unique alignment practice. This is where you start to become a witness to your physical body. You start to become a witness to your thoughts and to your emotions. And this is where you're actually able to start to release attachments to things. So an example of this could be something along the lines of like, I used to do HIIT workouts four times a week, right? High intensity interval training workouts. Very go, go, go. Very mind energy very masculine, energetic. I'm doing this four times a week, this very, very high intensity workout. But now I see why I felt the need to do that. Now I'm able to discern what movement is in alignment for me each day and each season. And I'm able to honor that. And I am feeling much more at peace in my physical body. This is an example of what could come up through stage five of alignment discernment. Okay, finally, we are at stage six of the stages of becoming. And this stage is called embodiment. Essentially, the embodiment stage is when we release all effort This phase is when you feel that the information that you were previously seeking is now simply part of your being. It feels like second nature to your existence. And this is where we essentially can ask our inner voices, how can I find joy in this moment? And then we just follow where that leads. This is a state of being where we feel like we are in flow where we feel like we do not need to effort. So, my friends, these are the six stages of becoming. How do these land with you? Do you resonate with any of them right off the bat? Like, do any of them speak to you specifically? Now, I also want to remind you, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that at any given time, you may find yourself in different phases for different aspects of your life. So what I mean by that is at any given time or season of life, you may be in, let's say you may be in an embodiment phase with your relationship with your body and food, while you may be in information gathering with your relationship with money or your career, right? So each each phase also is going to have its own unique purpose. 
we are going, I mean, we're multifaceted beings. We're not going to always be in the same phase for every aspect of our life. Unfortunately, we are humans in a human world and things just don't work that way. We may feel like we get to an alignment discernment phase and then something knocks us off and then we're like, oh shit, um, I think I have more integration to do. We don't judge it. We just do it. And if you have felt like you're in alignment discernment in that particular thing anyway, you know what integration can be. And it's like you're prepared. You can, if you've done it once, you can do it again. So the journey to connect back to yourself through inner voice work is so profound. And it can also feel very overwhelming and very lonely. It does not have to feel this way. There are, you know, communities of people just like you walking this same path, feeling like, oh shit, I am an information gathering. And I've been here for a lot longer than I think my inner voice wants me to be. I think my inner voice is guiding me to integration, but I'm really nervous and fearful and feeling in over my head to take the next step. Find a group, a group program, an in-person event or workshop or an online event or workshop. I have several coming up. Um, so follow me on Instagram if you want to stay connected to that because really this fall I have multiple, multiple ways to connect with groups of people who are also seeking the same thing you are in in-person formats and online formats. And it's not just me. There are other amazing coaches and therapists and healers and practitioners who are just waiting for you to honor that inner nudge of you know, I'm ready to move from problem conscious to information gathering, or I'm ready to move from integration to alignment discernment. Like, help me, help me walk this path. You do not have to do this alone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This is your reminder that you are enough you are worthy and you are loved. You can find me over at Instagram at Jessica Lee Wellbeing. That's Jessica.LeeLeigh.Wellbeing and my website at NoMoreShouldLife.com. If you are a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist like I am, and you're looking to activate your inner voice to claim your soul aligned life, send me a DM and let's get started. Thank you.